Miami Vice, back in the world with G. Gordon Liddy, season two, uh, the episode sometimes known as episode 11, <laughs> depending on how you're counting, possibly episode 10, depending on where you're looking. Uh, we get a we get a period opening, Brian. Uh, we get we get a uh, we get a uh, could not resist an apocalypse now boat ride later in the show. We get a a lot of dated language, uh, even dated for 1985. Uh, well, and uh, also like uh, I don't think I've ever sat through all of Apocalypse Now, but I believe they played the Doors the end at the end of the movie, which they, means the Doors is in the soundtrack. You are uh, correct. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, again. The stated goal of Miami Vice is what if we made a movie every week? What do <laughs> things that movies have have in them? This week, what if we made Apocalypse Now? Right. But instead of one Doors song that's appropriately we'll choreographed better. with a bunch of destruction, I don't know, we just licensed like best of the Doors and then played it constantly. Honestly, uh. honestly, at first I thought the do- it was actually working. I'm like, yeah, the Doors is the right move. Good pick. And then they did another Doors song and I'm like, you know, the, the Doors music actually, I think works you know and then they can't like oh this is just going to be the doors all right the way oh you're right, you're, you're you somebody somewhere said uh apocalypse now had the doors and and i the, mean the they could have done the bumblebee from apocalypse now <laughs> why not that should be an easy one to license uh, uh yeah so uh I, I found this strangely complex and oddly modern in some of its takes and then incredibly dated at, in the next breath, like, uh, like th- some of the, the dealing with, you know, like, like the, the themes of, of, of like what's real and, and who, and who has power and, and, and what power really means and, 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 and what really happens, you know, what the, what the public story is and what happens underneath. I found that all to be like totally believable and, and, and well told, but but then the execution is where it'd be like, yeah, man, because that's the way it is, man. And you weren't there, man. And you don't understand, man. Like we, we were joking about that over text. That it's it's like they decided like to make it sound like Vietnam vets say man a lot. That'll that'll signal it. Here's the thing that I'm terribly afraid. I'm going to say more and more as we make our way through the catalog. Um, there's a really good 25 minute show in this mm. 50 minute show. Like uh, the idea that somebody was making money by doing something so gross and awful as smuggling heroin in the bodies of dead soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and that, uh, uh, that alone is, I don't want to say a cool idea because please don't do that. No, but it's an but, intriguing, but an intriguing idea. idea. But yeah, then yeah. on top of that, the idea that it's all about to expire because of the preservatives that are used in bodies or whatever. So now he has to liquidate his, his assets. Like that's fascinating. Just tighten that. Just tighten that, man. man. (laughs) Uh, Bryce. Yeah. uh, I I was about to ask if you were able to figure out which one was G. Gordon Liddy, but you have them right there on the screen. (laughs) I only just now found out that that was who that was. Um, I thought it was going to be the reporter. But uh, but no, it was it was the what was he? He was the he was the bar owner with the with the mustache. Oh, I thought he was the big bad guy pulling the yeah. the strings. Yeah, right. He's the he's the spook. He's the, uh, uh, the, 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 the reporter was the one that was uncovering this bizarre Byzantine Rube Goldberg, but also way blackmailing him at the same time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I I also feel like this was a surprisingly 
uh, intricate episode, which has been uh, a thought that I've had in in previous discussions on on spoiler in time. I I kind of kept I kind of kept waiting for it to to become very a um, very form letter of a structure of a show, um, but it, I I I thought it kept uh, being kept. Kept being a little different, a little bit of a different flavor again for Miami Vice. We always keep getting these episodes that are maybe a little bit different than what we expect. Uh, maybe, what, what, and also uh, episodes where Tubbs is uh, intrinsically not a part of it. Uh, I, I, I think we're detecting a theme, as one might say. <laughs> like, it's as though one of them was, had star pizzazz and the other sure. one was there to remind you of how much star pizzazz the other one had. absolutely mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah i thought i thought it was it was good and and i do feel you in that it was a little repetitive i kept feeling like okay well how many times does he need to say my job is to get rid of the drugs and there are definitely drugs around so can we find the drugs please because i'm the drugs cop i did i did i'm dig- not the, i'm not the world i'm not the vietnam litigator I'm the drugs cop. Let's find drugs, please. Uh, speaking of which, I it, this was the episode that began with them sort of rolling their eyes at the DEA. With it's like, oh, these guys. Yeah, they, yeah. they ended up busting essentially a nothing bust of of some some, some pot frat bros with some pot or Couple whatever, pot, and they, yeah. they're rolling their eyes like we do the real work, man. Which was also fun to see at the beginning, like like. Them kind of like poking fun, like, "Hey, you know, good good job wasting all our resources on uh, <clears throat> some marijuana." Cool. <laughs> uh, a couple other things. Uh, one, they used the phrase "forgotten to the max," which, if was used in an '80s period piece now, I would roll my eyes at. But I'm like, "Oh, they were in the '80s, so look at that." All right. Uh, and did you notice? The lengths they go to in this episode in particular to use telephones in places that would have been hard to have a phone, right? He like he has a phone brought out to him at the hotel restaurant. I did not uh, notice that. Oh, I yeah. That. I we we and and there's another situation where he he gets a phone uh, at a bar. Like they they bring the phone over to him. And I'm like, these are both situations. You could write this story right now and you'd just pick up a cell phone. It's almost like the person writing the script was like, well, cell phones haven't been invented yet, but I really want him to be at the bar taking this call. So let me let me work mm, I, around that. I always took that to be sort of an indication of power or status where it's like sure. you're so well known at this bar that people know to not yeah, even like a call your home. Status, like, if you're not at yeah, home, yeah. they know where else to call and get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But it, it just struck me that it was like, oh, these would be nothing scenes now, right? Yeah. And just be like, oh, yes. <laughs> like, there would be no status associated with it well, at well, all. Well, as a matter of fact, I would say the closest current moment, uh, uh, the parallel would be, I have called my wife one, two, three times and she's not answering. And then I call my daughter. My daughter immediately answers. And I was like, is your mom there? And she goes, yeah, she's right here. And then hands over the phone. It would be some version of that. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Although at the hotel, it was like like a person bringing out on a tray, basically. Like there was there was some other kind of okay. status. Now, now I can no longer defend it. That's just an 80s trope. And, and to yeah, be honest, yeah, yeah. part of me loves it. Uh, that yeah, the fact cool. of having multiple phones like the gambler. Like, like the book he had. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else on, on Miami Vice back in the world? Um, I'm kind of excited to take a break because <laughs> taking a break means we get to go back. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't world. give up on this episode, but I am ready for a break. 
You're all ready to, to take a little breather. Uh, yes. Well, we are going to be doing it. Uh, that is Miami Vice season two episode back in the world. Now, the next time we meet will be after the first of the year for spoiler in time. So in that spoiler in time that that is coming up uh, then on uh, January 10th, we will be talking about Hawkeye 106. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett will have premiered on December 29th. So we'll talk about the first two episodes of The Book of Boba Fett. And we'll be taking a breather from Miami Vice to watch the first two episodes of The Righteous Gemstones, which premiere on January 9th. They're putting two out at once. Uh, and we'll start watching The Righteous Gemstones. So again, uh, our episode January 10th, Hawkeye episode six, the final episode, Book of Boba Fett episodes one and two, and The Righteous Gemstones season two episodes one and two as well. Thank you so much for supporting the show, for being with us uh, and and helping us uh, to continue to bring this to it. It's so much fun for us. It's a privilege and you make it possible. Patreon.com slash cord killers. So thank you for that. Keep an eye out for the Killies in your feed. And until next year, we'll spoil you then. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>